Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of So Frail Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about phylogeny. Um, what prompted this episode was, this is low-key, low-key, like an impromptu, but it kind of worked out that the direction it went could fit for a So Frail Conversation. So it's kind of like in those same pockets, but um, it is more or less So Frail Conversations anyway, but uh phylogeny yeah the reason why i want to talk about that is because like it's two main reasons why i want to talk about that the first one is i'm tired of the narrative i'm tired i'm tired of hearing the word misogyny i ain't even gonna hold you bro i am tired of hearing the word misogyny and y'all know i'm big on words y'all know i'm big on the understanding and um just the usage of them man I, i fucking love words and i know that when you have a lexicon right which is basically your database of words and it creates the worlds for you so like when you constantly say a certain word and it's constantly in your lexicon it's constantly you know on repeat it's it's being you know all the time all the time you're hearing that shit it it, it, it can make it seem like that's all there is like there's no other side to that and y'all know i'm big on um like when i study i study antithesis or something so Everything that I look at, it has to have, because I got to bring reality for my, for me, I got to bring my reality back to singularity by understanding dualities. So if misogyny is all there is, it's like, what is the opposite of that? Because we know misogyny is the hatred. (laughs) We just know, you know, it's the hatred of women and shit. And it's like, what's the opposite of that? That would be the love. And, you know, motherfuckers really have not. I mean, it's a word. Don't get me wrong. It's a real word, but it's like, we don't use it enough. And we don't say it enough because we don't even know that that's, that's enough for what it is. But I know that when when energies are in your space and you you need to counteract them, you just use the opposite. So if I constantly hear the word misogyny, 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 I want to invoke phylogeny, right? Phylogeny, which is the love of women. Now, that's the first part. The fact that I want to, you know, Shed some light and take it that way. Y'all know how I define love. Love is the power for betterment through correction. This ain't an episode about lust. This is why it ended up being a so frail conversation because it's going to cover a lot of bases, a lot of things of us as men, what we go through, what we shouldn't go through, what we should go through as far as, you know, our interaction with women. I don't think we talk about that enough. I mean, we talk about it from the negative perspective, even myself. You know, I have moments where I talk about, you know, women of the past, you know, the bad shit. It's like, yo, what about the good shit? What about the things that actually set a database that make you have phylogeny? I can go on for days about shit that makes me misogynistic. That's going to make me misogynist. Misogynist. I can go on for days, but I need to change that narrative and go on for days with that. Because now it opens up another point that I just thought about, which would be the third point. Which is another point that makes it so fair conversations. The phylogeny comes from if misogyny is because of the competition between men, you know, then phylogeny would be the collaboration. And I said that because in thinking about that, just that conceptualization, it's like when I think about me and my friends, right? And us who have the, we have a, a regard and a reverence for women, you feel me? We respect each other's women when we're involved like our sisters 
Like, there's no hidden agendas. There's no, if we stop fucking with them, you can get a text and shit. Like, you always wanted you. It, we don't, we ain't out on that type time. And I realized that there's a, there's a correlation with that because we can collaborate with each other. Now, on the other side of that, the motherfuckers that you got to be sneaky with, they were competing. They were, you would be in competition with them. And it kind of goes hand in hand, misogyny with the competition between men. Ultimately, like I said, leads to the hatred of women, which is, you know, you got to get the root to change it. But then phylogeny, I mean, yeah, phylogeny would be the collaboration between men. You feel me? And when, um, when men can collaborate together, there's no competition, which means that and you're, that's your woman. I respect that woman. You feel me? And all of that came from that one word as I broke it down. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram, underscore, just underscore, scene, underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. You know the vibes? Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And as always, that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into So Frail Conversations. Phylogeny. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So Frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> bad. I hit play too fast and I wasn't ready. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> phylogeny, right? Phylogeny. Um, phylogeny is a real word. Before we start there, I'm, I didn't just make this up because I like words and I put roots together and shit. But no, phylogeny is a real word. It's just a word that is not used because we use misogyny more than we use phylogeny. We know the word philo. Like Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, you know, um, philo, that root, that the origin of that word means um, love, right? The Jenny, the G-Y-N, is, that root means woman, vagina, the, you know what I'm saying? Female. So it's like phylogeny would be the love of, you know, love of the woman. So I'm going to get the elephant out of the room and discuss the the main part, like, my brothers, for one, there's nothing wrong with being a phylogenist. All right. You know what? I'm going to coin that shit. That's going to be a new shirt. I'm dropping it probably on my birthday. Uh, I'm going to drop phylogenist. Let me write that shit down. That's that's a dope design for sure. All right. But yeah, um, it's not wrong with being a phylogenist, but they call us simps. All right. They were like, yo, you were simp. You're just done there. Me personally, yo, I ain't going to hold you. I don't get called a simp. I don't get called a simp because of my past. My past keeps me from getting a call to simp now because it's like, all right, bro, you could do it if you wanted to, but it's like, don't. You feel me? So the the phylogeny part gets us called a simp, but it's like, it's sad because 
Motherfuckers don't even like you gotta be a pimp to really call a motherfucker a simp. When you know the history of the shit, like the actual origin of that word and shit, you gotta be a pimp to call somebody a simp. Which is crazy. <laughs> Cause the motherfuckers that be calling motherfucker simps don't be pimps and couldn't pimp if they tried. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> they can't get a woman to make them a chicken sandwich, let alone walk a strip for them. You feel me? But they have the nerve to call somebody a simp because the actual origin and the meaning of that term, when somebody was a simp, it was because the sucker for love type, it was like, yo, he fell in love with the trick. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, no, no, no. She didn't fall in love with the trick. Like, he was the trick and he fell in love. I said that backwards. So he was the trick and he fell in love. And it's like, yo, you fuck up the business because now when you get that attachment, when a motherfucker gets that attachment, you start fucking up other relationships. So she's out here doing this, doing that, and doing the third. And it's like, you out here wilding. So it's like, when you really put it on paper, the simp ain't the motherfucker that actually like women. The simp is the motherfucking crazy motherfuckers. Y'all, y'all, who when shorty don't fuck with you no more, you pulling up on her and you popping up. Y'all that can't handle rejection are the real simps. Wow. Wow. Ain't that a crazy plot twist when you really think about it? Because the actual simp, according to a pimp, bars, <laughs> but nah, the actual simp, according to the pimp, is somebody who find, who catches, who gets the emotional attachment for the hoe. And because of that, he fucks up the business because when he sees the hoe interacting with other tricks, he tries to intervene. He's emotionally attached and he responds negatively to the rejection. And it's a different form of rejection because it's rejection by seeing it, seeing it with some, it's, it's rejection by comparison. I'm gonna say it like that. You're not necessarily rejected because you feel me, if you got the money, she, you know what I'm saying? She'll pay you again. And we should get you right. But by rejection, because like, oh, that's another person that could that could have been me. You know what I'm saying? That it's like, and I don't know whether this person is greater than me, less than me. It's like, yo, she a hoe, bro. It really don't matter. And I'm not calling that, I'm not saying hoe like that. I'm speaking speaking in context of this conversation of simps and pimps. All right. So the actual people that's out here calling people simps are the pimps. I mean, are the simps. Which is crazy. It's, it's it's a crazy plot twist. But anywho, that is rooted in phylogeny. Phylogeny gets people called the simp, but the actual origin of the simp is not what motherfuckers are simp. Motherfuckers don't be simps, they really be phylogenous. And that's okay. That's okay. You can actually like women. Women are cool as shit. Bro, I'm gonna tell you like this. Like, I became a better human being as a whole when I just involved myself with women. Like, not in the sense like all sexual or intimate or like, no, through all levels. Y'all know how I be talking about the levels of intimate, I mean, um, spousal, fraternal, and all that shit. Like, yeah, I got that from understanding women. I said, hmm, we're this kind of friend. Hmm. We're like, it's interacting with that because it's an easy way to mirror your reality. You feel what I'm saying? So when it comes to that, it was like, there was no point in me remaining for misogynist because it was stupid. Misogynist trash, bro. Like misogyny don't make you grow as a person, bro. Yeah, y'all know I'm all about personal growth and shit. So misogyny ain't gonna make you grow because it's like, as a man, as a human, I don't give a fuck what science say. I don't give a fuck what all these other motherfuckers keep trying to adjust the shit. The reality is the universe divided us, designed us in a way. The universe designed us in dual nature, an opposing dual nature. You feel me? Left and right, up and down, high and low, man and woman, masculine, feminine. Call it what you want, label it how you want to. That's that reality, inward, hour, give and take. As men, 
our reflection. We will only be half complete. Now, this is why this is why people end up saying, you know, shorty's your better half. I don't co-sign that shorty's my better half. Right. I would never, ever, 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 ever say that a woman is my better half, my other half or nothing, because that implies that I'm incomplete. But I will say this. Any woman that I involve myself with for now, forever. Will always be the catalyst to my other half. And possibly the catalyst to my better half. Depends. And. I say that on the strength that it can either be better or worse. The catalyzation could be better or worse. You can make it your best self or your worst self, but it's going to be the highest version. It's going to be the, ooh, let's take the bias away and let's take the magnitude away. It'll be the absolute version of yourself. You feel me? A woman will catalyze the absolute version out of yourself. Now. It's whatever level your soul is or whatever experience life, but you're, she's going to catalyze the absolute version of yourself. Now, that's where the duality comes in because it's whether or not you're already wired for the good or the bad, what she brings out. You dig what I mean? Are you already wired for the good or the bad when she brings it out? And vice versa. I'm not, don't, don't give me, it's, I don't want to be on those all women type shit, no shit like that. No, 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 no. We catalyze out of them too. We can, we literally can bring out their better half or their worst half. You feel what I'm saying? But we catalyze the other half in them. Why? Because we have the masculine side when we understand masculinity. But when we don't understand masculinity, we clash and we fall into situations that devastate everybody and traumatize the world. That's really what it boils down to. Trauma of the world. But... When we take that time to get those reflective expressions out of women and actually see the other half of ourselves, because every interaction, I don't get it. I don't get how we don't get this. Like, And this is why it's good to have women as friends. Phylogeny, this is why it's good to have women as friends, purely platonic friends that are just like your homies. Not that you'll take them to the strip club and not that you do like, no, no, no. I mean like actual friends and not that you'll go do manis and pay. Like, y'all get what I mean. Have friends like that because they can give you a level of insight that is devoid of the illusion of infatuation. You feel me? Your friend, your your platonic friends can give you more insight to a deeper version of yourself that is beyond the behaviors you're trying to behave. You got with them so you don't have to behave. Your friends are the ones that you don't have to behave around and that's usually where you are, where you truly are. And when you get with your homies and shit, birds of a feather flock together. You feel what I'm saying? So your homies, homies, y'all are all kind of alike. So you don't think your your, your women, the, the women in your space that are platonic friends are just like that too? You feel me? But the thing about the women in the space is like they're able to show you the feminine side of that, of what you are. And you're able to show them the masculine side of it. And by feminine side, I don't mean the girly side. I mean the the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of synthesis and construction. And by masculine, y'all know I mean the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of synthesis, of analysis and deconstruction. Right? When you are able to reflect these experiences, then you're able to grow. This is why I'm able to analyze and deconstruct so fast because 
I've learned, for one, I've learned how to do it. But for two, it's like I'm always around women. Like naturally, when you're around women, your, your analysis and deconstruction kicks in by default. And it's going to be one of two ways. Because like I said, it's the other half in you that comes out. When men are in front of women, this is beautiful. I'm going to tell a code, bro. Like we always do this shit. But we have two ways of doing it. You have one side because the catalog, they can catalyze one side out of us. They can catalyze the other half of us whether it's going to be for the good or for the bad, right? On one hand, you'll get the guy who wants to show off his money or show off his, you know, talk about, yo, I can do this. I got this, right? That's one half. Show you that better side. And then you have the other side is the more modest person. You feel what I'm saying? Who is more on the, the like I said, the more modest side versus the more arrogant side. But it's like, what do you, what does she catalyze out of you, right? What does she catalyze out of you? And that's why I'm saying it's important to have friends because when you have friends that you're not interested in, you know who you really are when it's catalyzed out of you. If that arrogant motherfucker is catalyzed out of you when your friends are around, that's just who you are. But if that arrogant person is catalyzed only around this woman, that's what she brings out of you. And because that's not who you're supposed to be fucking with. But you know that if you was more operating from a phylogenistic standpoint because you are interacting with women more and getting more of a connection with different women. And getting in your connection with women, you're getting more of a reflection of yourself. Oh, that's a bar. I am on a roll tonight, homie. I am on a roll tonight. Look, the deeper your connection is with the woman, the deeper your reflection is within yourself. I know I talk a lot of shit about her. Because <laughs> this is like, there's a lot of times when it comes up and shit. But my ex-girlfriend, the relationship that it was like... That relationship was the one that taught me the most. Because it had to. A motherfucker had to heal. But in the healing in that, like, it showed me who I was. I'm not even going to say it showed me who I was in the good con- the good way, the bad way, whatever. She reflected me. She reflected me in totality. I ain't even going to lie. Reflected me in totality. And it was one of those things where... It was, it was one of those things where I had to learn that I was looking at me. That was the first time I ever realized that I'm looking at myself in another human being. Because I would look at the things that we would vibe with. I would look at the things like on some, on some not behaving type shit, like from the nurturing perspective of like peer pressure and all that shit. I mean, from the natural perspective of like who we developed into is like the shit that we vibe with, we vibe with. The shit that we didn't vibe with, we vibe with. Like what I mean by that is like, if we didn't vibe with it, we vibed on not vibing with it. If we vibe with it, we vibed on vibing with it. So it was little things like that that let me see like, hmm, this is me. Now it was, what do we catalyze out of each other? You feel what I'm saying? What do we catalyze out of each other? Me personally, I'm going to wear this. Y'all, y'all can, this is me on this side. I catalyzed the bullshit out of her. Now I know it's going to seem crazy because the way it ended but the insecurities, the doubts, the fears of herself and everything, I catalyzed that, that, that out of her. Now, did I intentionally do it? Like, oh, I hyped myself up? No, because I'm really built like that. So all of the stuff that are like, I'm minus the, the actual job and degrees, I'm pretty much where I told her I was going to be when we was in undergrad. I pretty much said that, you feel me, and, you know, with the podcast and shit. But I'm pretty much where I said I was going to be by this age. You feel me? So it was going to happen regardless of what it was. But it was like, 
because of that. That's what I catalyzed out of her. And that was the first time I realized that I catalyzed negativity out of a woman. Right? And so I, I need us to understand that we have to realize our catalyst, what we catalyze out of people, we are we have no control of what comes out. Only how we how we remain in the environment when it comes out. From the jump, she would constantly let me know we don't she was she was heartbroken and damaged and out she was on a rebound. You feel what I'm saying? And I was a handsome bachelor free and doing my own thing. You feel what I'm saying? I catalyzed insecurity out of her. I catalyzed doubt. I catalyzed a whole bunch of shit out of her that I saw. And rather than leaving the shit the fuck alone, <laughs> I decided to say, I'm going to put my cape on and try to heal it. That's a problem. That's a problem. And we do that as men. Rather than acknowledging that this is not a safe environment anymore, it's like, yo, I'm going to show that I'm built for this environment. No. I've learned that shit the hard way. I'm telling you right now, if the environment is not... Because when the environment is dangerous, you must be violent. Whether physically violent, verbally violent, spiritually violent, it don't matter. You're going to get violent in a dangerous environment because violence is how you respond to danger. It's a fight or flight response. When you don't run, what do you do? You fight. What is fighting? Violent. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to catalyze violence. Danger will always catalyze violence. So... When our situation catalyzes that and it becomes negative, we don't need to put the cape on. We need to leave because it gets bad. Like when I first seen, when I first seen the volatility out of her, when I realized how my actions could trigger volatility out of her, I should, I, whether intentional or not, you feel me? I didn't know the negative side of reality with that when it came to a woman, because all of the women in my circle never had negative experiences with me. Why? Because we didn't have relationships like that to have negative experiences. Because the people that I had relationships with, that we had negative experiences with, we didn't talk. But I had not matured, I had not matured enough to be able to process. And I got a podcast episode on this called uh, Post-Relationship Analysis. But I had not, at the time, done post-relationship analysis to actually sit and play us like, yo, this was my response. Like my post-relationship analysis now is more in-depth. I actually go through the process. But back then it was... And for that bitch, and that was it. That was PTA or PT, um, yeah, P PRA, PRA, post relationship analysis. I said PTA because it's also post trade analysis. Anyway, my mind is running. So, but yeah, that's post relationship analysis. So, I was just like, yo, fuck them bitches, and then I go on to the next one, not actually sitting like, what did I get out of this relationship? And for the first time. Because the phylogeny in me, <laughs> I'm going to ring it back. I'm telling y'all I'm coining that word. But because of the phylogeny in me, it allowed me to see, it allowed me to see her. Hold on, let me rewind it. So because of the phylogeny, phylogeny in me, it allowed me to have relationships with women platonically. So prior to even going to college, I had two best friends. Two best friends. These are the two best friends I talked the game to because I was like, yo, I don't want y'all my homies. Y'all don't want no dudes playing y'all. But then it's the way divine alignment works out. I just can't explain it. So when teaching them the game, right, I watched how bad the game really was because I was like, they was just, you know, hitting me up. Yo, I got this nigga doing this, that, and the third for me. Your old boy doing this, that, and the third. And I ain't even do nothing but get some hair from I was like, y'all sound just like me, bro. And it sounds so repulsive coming from them because I'm like, 
this what the fuck I be sounding like talking to y'all? Because I was transparent with them. They knew. They knew because I was transparent with them. But in that, we was friends. So we was able, I, I seen me, so I was able to mirror all dynamics of me. So I started to develop that. So it made it easier. Like once the relationship happened, I was like, damn, I got a chance to see all of me. Not realizing that this was all of me that I was seeing. So the phylogeny, phylogeny in me helped me to break that barrier of, fuck that bitch. This is all negative shit. Like, leave it alone. I was like, nah, what else came out of this? Like, what's the totality that I got out of this relationship? You feel me? You can't, I, I, you can't, and my brothers, I need us to really, really get to this point because we act like we don't, we act like healing hurts. You feel me? We act like healing makes us weak. No, bro. When have you ever healed something and got weaker? No, never. But we act like healing makes us weak. And we act like we don't want to be hurt. And I'm going to tell you the thing, the one thing that can hurt us the most, the one entity that can hurt us the most is the thing that we try to say doesn't hurt us the most. And that's a woman. We spend our whole entire lives being misogynist because, you know, from the jump, don't be a mama's boy. By, by the time you're two years old, you got to hate your mama and don't even know it. Mama's boy. Mama's boy. You being babies and a third. And if you continue to be a mama's boy, they're going to start calling you a punk, start calling you soft, start calling you, you know, all that other stuff. I don't want to speak those affirmations because of the energy of what we got in this conversation. But they start to speak that. So you have, you know, either you're going to pull away from your mama or you're going to pull closer to your mama and away from the motherfuckers that are, that are talking shit to you. You feel what I'm saying? But if you pull away, you're going to start to hate women. And it starts there. And then when you feel girls in, in your grade schools and all of the shit that feel the same energy you feel from your mama, you have to make them hate you. You feel me? You're like, ah, because I, I, I like it, but I was told not to feel for this. Because you got to think about it, right? Before languages, all we know is energy. Before we can speak a language, we can only feel energy. The energy of a thing. You feel me? So imagine what it would be like if we couldn't communicate verbally. We would have to feel it, right? So imagine being around your mama and being around a, 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 a little girl in your classroom and feeling the same feeling. Motherfuckers be wondering why, like, the a crush is is weird because it's normal and and it's and it's so it's so I ain't gonna say normal. It's familiar. That's what it is. It's something about you. You feel like my home environment. <laughs> you feel like something positive in my home environment. <laughs> but because the world, <laughs> the world makes me stay in a negative state so fucking much. When it comes, I don't know what it is. It's something about you. You feel familiar. You feel positively familiar. You feel what I'm saying? And that's okay to feel. But as men, we cut that off and we sever that tie. But at the same time, we're going to feel it in every woman. But when we get to a point where after severing the tie from my mamas, and we have to get to a point where in order to not be a mama's boy, you have to stop caring. You get to the point of not caring. And then that's when it starts to develop. And then you look for that in the women. The women, and, and it, it becomes a back and forth. And then the women that, the shit you wish you could do to your mama, you'll do to a woman. Not on the sexual shit. I mean, like, that's how reality plays out in most cases. Shit you do or wish you could do to your mama, you do to your woman. It's, it's wild, right? So that's why it's like we had to get back to the phylogeny of it. I'm going to keep saying that word because I like it. I like it. And nobody's saying it but me. But 
we got to get back to the phylogenetic reality. Because now it's like when we are more familiar. So the point that I was making with that was with the homegirls that I had become friends with, it was like I was able to see a lot more reflective pieces and not just the lustful side of a woman. Like, oh, bam, you guys are cool as shit. Y'all are real cool. Like, so when I started becoming friends, but it started to fuck with me because as I'm learning women, I'm making more friends with women, but they're really platonic. But it was fucking with the woman that I was with because at the time she's like, the fuck, like, I dealt with this before. I seen this situation before. And it's like, yo, the insecurities and all that other shit kicked in. But I was never going to like, you know what I'm saying? But the point that I was saying with that, the next point was that, but I catalyzed it. And I saw that I catalyzed it and chose to remain in a relationship with her. I chose to remain in a relationship with her. And the reason why I'm saying this is because sometimes the misogyny that we have and the misogyny that we harbor is our own fault. It's self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted. We have, you know, bitches ain't shit. We can have all of that. The one that cut us to our core, we knew we weren't supposed to be there in the long run anyway. We knew when we were supposed to be out, but we didn't know certain dynamics because we don't have much practice being with women. And when I say being with women, I mean in all facets. The fraternal energy, the spousal energy, and the um, maternal. The, the you feel me? We only have we only have the fraternal and sororal energy in sex. Like, but that's in the fraternal. That's a playful energy. It's not in a. We ain't on no intimate shit. We think sex is sex has intimacy in it. But the way in which we sex, we have sex, fucking. That's not. Ain't not intimate about that. We don't even break the right level. I remember. <laughs> This shit made me laugh every time I fucking think about it to this day. I'm like, we like 14, 15 years old, right? And my homie telling me about this woman. He said, yo, this, this shorty he hit, right? He's like, yo, I make love to her. I was like, fuck you mean? He said, man, I was hitting her right now. I was telling her I loved her. I was like, that's what it means to make love to her? He was like, yeah, that's what they say. He <laughs> said, I made love to her. Like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I made love to her, bro. And literally, he thought that making love to a woman just fucking and saying i love you intimacy ain't there bro like <laughs> the intimacy ain't there but you feel me we ain't know we ain't know i believed him because i thought that's what it was shit nigga i ain't never made love but i was like hmm, i ain't never told him maybe when you get he said you gotta feel it though nigga you ain't really feel it bro she was fucking three other chicks like you know what i'm saying like what the fuck? weird Weird. But that ties into the fact that, you know what I mean? It's the phylogeny part. I mean, the misogyny part on that side, but you feel me? Because that's how we are. We programmed to be misogynists. We can get so much farther as phylogenists, but we just get nowhere as misogynists because it's like, like, think about the battle of sexes right now. Everybody's mad. Like, black, we're tired of misogynists. Misogynists, toxic masculinity. Like, okay, cool. Just utter the word phylogeny. Do you not feel, like, just say it. Say it out loud. Like, say misogyny. And then just say for life, like you feel the energy of the words differently. For real, for real. Like it ain't, it ain't no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just say it. You know why you feel them differently? Because there's already a preset notion of bullshit tied to the word misogyny. You've heard so much about misogyny, but you ain't heard shit about phylogeny. So it's a blank slate. It's a new word. It ain't been tainted yet. Hopefully it don't get tainted, man. Cause you feel me? Cause it's gonna be phylogeny is coming to. 
Look, if you punk, this is my disclaimer, yo, because it's so for conversations. If you punk motherfuckers use the phylogeny to, to, as the new, the black woman is God, I'm a phylogenist. Nigga, man, I slap the shit out of y'all every time I see y'all, because if y'all fuck this shit up for me, man. <laughs> now nah, I can slap the shit out of y'all, because y'all my brothers, man. But no, nah, I'm, I'm being for real. Like, don't fuck up this word, bro. Because, like, there's a, there's a lot. But see, if you were real for lodgings, you wouldn't fuck it up because there's a lot of manipulated people out here that use they use the exploitive tactics to do this shit, bro. It's trash. It's fucking trash, my nigga. It's like, yo, come on, bro. Y'all ain't gotta do that. Y'all ain't gotta do that at all. But anywho, you feel me? The energy is different when you just say phylogeny. You feel me? Because it has the word philo in it, and philo means love. Now. I did a whole bunch of rambling on that shit because now I got to dress the motherfucking women on this shit. Because it's ooh, phylogeny. Because this is what takes the simp shit away from it because the power, love is the power for betterment through correction. Right? We know that's the definition. And that's how we break the shit down. And we also know that what? With love comes correction. So what does that mean? To be a phylogenist, yes, I love women. No, this don't mean I love to correct women. <laughs> I don't know. I could just pull that out the ethers, right? Somebody gonna think that shit. Like, what you mean? I mean, love correct women? No, phylogeny means the love of women, right? But love is the power for betterment through correction. So it's the power for betterment through correction with women. Of women, right? So if I see you off your shit, yeah, tighten the fuck up. You feel me? You know where I got that confidence from and the ability to do so? I don't give a fuck about this whole new, new non-accountability shit. Women listen to me when I speak. You know why? Because I don't condescendingly talk shit to them and degrade them. Say, see, that's why y'all bitches ain't shit because y'all don't fucking listen. No, I just tell them what the problem is and keep it pushing. You know, you know, because they humans, right? So they listen to shit, right? But like, when you say something like they hear you and they can understand, but if you just speak to them like not like a child and no shit like that, like they stupid, like because that you see, like that's how wired we are, and how programmed we are. Like when we, when once a woman starts to talk, we talk to them like they stupid. <laughs> like they start yelling, like y'all ain't even making no sense. They do be making sense. We don't be listening because we listen differently. You feel me? Because we listen differently. We got to keep that in mind. You feel what I'm saying? We wouldn't know that shit. If we actually had friends that were women, because if we were actually real philosophers, we would have more women in our circles that we could see platonically. You feel me? That we can say, all right, bet. And I don't mean the motherfuckers. Oh yeah, man, I would never try. Yes, you would. Like if you, if you, if your friend would, if if you'll smash it, she threw it to you. That's not what I'm talking about. I got homies right now. Like there's, it's, it's not even that I have to resist fu- trying to fuck them. I don't even think about fucking them. You feel me? In the same way that I will not, I don't think about fucking my sister, my cousins, my nieces and shit, aunties and shit. That's the same way I look at my friends too. That's the platonic side of it. You feel me? I look at them the exact same way. But we're never taught to actually look at women that way. You feel what I'm saying? So when it comes to being able, like my homies can call me up right now and give me some advice and say, you know, my my man doing this, he acting like this. And it's like, look, this is the phylogeny in it. Or where the fuck you do. You feel me? 
Oh nah, you you was kind of out of pocket for that. I can't even let you let you slide for that. You feel me? I had a girlfriend. We got we kind of got into it because she said I didn't take her side. I said you were wrong. <laughs> I said you was fucking wrong. Yo, like what the fuck you want me to do? She was like, but still, you should have took my side. You was wrong. I can't do that. I'm sorry. You feel me? I love you to death, but I can't do that. You feel me? It is what it is. And it was like, she was my friend too. So it's like, I told her, like, we would have moments and shit where we would sit down and talking. And these little nuggets and gems, like, y'all can do this shit if you want to with your lady, man. This shit work, man. It's something that I got in a relationship. Like, we would have moments and shit where we not agreeing relationship-wise. We know we not agreeing relationship-wise. You feel me? And it, when I say this part, this will make sense why the shit hurts so fucking bad. Like, you feel me? I have been played by women before, but this was my friend, too. That was different. Like, it's one thing to get hurt, heartbroken by in a, in a relationship, and it's like, all right, we was just in a relationship, girlfriend. Like, you was my fucking friend. You feel me? So, and the motherfucker being my friend, it's like, we had a, we had a situation where... We could not, we wasn't, we was bumping heads relationship wise. Cause it was some shit that was, it was a problem that was created from the relationship side of us. Not the friend side, but the relationship side. So me, I was like, you know what? You feel me? I played a lot. I play a lot. I'm a jokester, but I do it because I got to divert. I don't like fucked up energy. So I got into a space where I say, you know what? You feel me? We just bump heads. I told her, I was like, look, we need to talk. And she was like, we do. And I was like, but not as boyfriend and girlfriend right now. I was like, we got to, I need my homie right now. I need my homie. I'm going to give you your homie. And we're going to talk about what the fuck our relationship motherfuckers did. She chuckled, started laughing. I said, I'm, I'm serious. And then we came together as friends. And when I heard it as a friend, <laughs> I wasn't mad. I was like. As your friend, if like as your friend, your your man did some stupid shit. You feel me? But in that same capacity for her, it was like, you know what? As your friend, you feel me? You overreacted. You did too much. But we was able to come to that consistency because of the friendship. Now, I was able to come to that realization and have that because of the I'm like, how would I have and because I, I thought about it, I was like, yo, in that moment, I said, I want to go talk to one of my best friends. Because I need some advice. Out. And I was like, hmm. I said, I want to talk to one of my best girlfriends. Because it's like, y'all, no. I said, am I tripping? And then I was like, just talk to her like them. And I had to put that barrier up. And I was like, well, that break that barrier down. I was like, yo, let's talk as friends. Not as like, give me my friend right now. You feel what I'm saying? And when she gave me my friend, we was able to solve the problem. But it wasn't because it's like, all right, bet. When your relationship is off, only thing like because sex centers so many of our relationships. When it's off, sex is the only thing that fixes it. Like you know how many different types of sex we got, and it's really just all the same sex. But it's we got oh makeup sex, we got ain't seen you in a long time sex, got the going away sex, you got coming back sex. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like we got it's all sex. It's all the same sex ultimately. But it's like, it's not like you fucking a motherfucker differently. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the rhythm. That's how y'all fucking. That's how y'all get y'all nuts. So y'all gonna fuck the same way. So it's not too special. You feel what I'm saying? But we put so many different titles on the different types of sex, right? And in the relationship, we try to use that as band-aids to fix everything. You feel me? And it don't work. 
but we will be able to do it better if we actually have friendships. And that's where we, we got to actually like women to do that. You feel what I'm saying? Because then we wouldn't even be in relationships where we're not with our friends. You feel me? Tiny back in, it's like, but that's that. That's where, that's why it hurt. That's why it hurt so bad. Like, the relationships that some of y'all be bitching over, like, shorty did whatever, it's like, all right, whatever. Like, but I don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to say that because I don't know how y'all relationships was. But I just know, like, to lose your friend, to have your friend betray you too. Like, that's, that's, that's different. Like, betrayal hits harder. It's different. You feel me? But it, you can't prepare for it. Right? But you can see before betrayal, deceit, deceit precedes betrayal. Let me say it like that. Deceit, deceit, deceit precedes betrayal. Okay? You can see the deceitful nature of a motherfucker long before they betray you. When you get betrayed, you saw the shit, you didn't see it. It's not, but it's not nobody's fault but your own when you see the betrayal happen. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know it's like, I get it. When you see it, sometimes you get people to benefit of the doubt. You look over it. That's your fault for not following your gut and trusting your intuition. That's not, you know what I'm saying? But when you know something ain't right and you go against that, you got to eat that. You got to eat that. You feel me? And so when we as men, when we as men are, are in a space, sorry, I had to cut it real quick and I lost my thought. I didn't want to rewind it because I was flowing. But all right. When we as men are in the space, right, and we're not making the friends that uh, we need to meet, we can't identify the betrayal. I mean, the deceitful shit that leads to betrayal ahead of time, right? The exact thing, right, <clears throat> that the woman that I was with, when she, when she, the way in which she cheated, right, it was, she cheated and then that was it. But she told me out of her own mouth, like a year or so ago, she was like, she cheated on one of her boyfriends because she didn't want to be in a relationship no more. She wanted him to break up with her. So that way it can be done. And I was like, that's, that's, and I told her, I said, that's a fucked up thing to do. Why would you do that? She said, cause I didn't want to face him. I said, wow. Hmm. Hmm. I saw it then. I saw, wow, that is, but her boyfriend overlooked that shit. Cause I said, she ain't going to do that shit to me. Cause I'm a good guy. I'm a man. I'm this, that, and the third. But her friend Saw the shit and was like, yo, you foul for that shit, bro. That's some fucked up shit. But that's you as a person. I did an episode on titles. Titles will fuck us up sometimes. Titles will fuck us up. And titles will keep us from looking at the actual reality of what we see. So like I said, the deceitful nature of this person was there. And when I seen the relationship declining, and it was just like, oh, she didn't want to be here no more. But she didn't want to end it. And me, I was the motherfucker because of the way that I was raised and not being, you know, having a father that I did that extreme shit where, yeah, my father, he was a coward because he ran away. A man, you stand, you fight for your relationships, you do that and shit. Nigga, no. If the motherfucker don't work, it don't work. Because now it goes back to what I was mentioning at the beginning. I catalyzed the negative expression out of that. And she was, she was the catalyst to the other half of my negative side. A little bit of my positive side, but it was my negative side. When my positive side showed, me and her clashed. 
we clashed, bro. Clashed. I never forget, like, when I became Mr. Honors Hall, and it was like I started being, like, known on campus and shit like that, she hated it. When it was just us smoking weed all the motherfucking time, sitting down doing nothing, it was just, it was at peace. But the moment, like, motherfuckers started knowing me and shit, I realized what it was. The insecurity. I, I cat like, I'm me. So I had to realize and see what I was catalyzing out of her. See, this is a problem that we do as men. We catalyze shit out of women, and we don't recognize it. We say, you'll be all right. Or we'll be like, it'll get better. Or, oh, nah, it's okay. You try to reassure. You cannot reassure a motherfucker of some shit you're not experiencing. Hear me well. I did an episode on this, too, on reassurance and advice. You can only give advice when you have experienced this shit. If you have not experienced this shit, it's reassurance. And you cannot reassure a woman of some shit you did not experience or you cannot experience yourself. You know what taught me that? Phylogeny. I listen to women. Women be telling me shit. I'm telling y'all, bro, get y'all some friends you not trying to fuck and it ain't trying to fuck you. You feel me? Get you some real motherfucking friends. And when you get those real motherfucking friends, listen to them speak. Like, don't wait for them to stop talking so you can interject. Listen to what the fuck they be saying. They be telling us everything. You feel me? I realized that my whole sex, my whole sex game changed when I started listening to women, bro. I was like, y'all really don't like that shit? No. Oh, my bad. <laughs> a man told me that y'all like that shit. <laughs> Competition between men. Misogyny. I told you, I'm too cold with this shit. But you feel me? Like, listening to the women, I can say, all right, bet. We be doing some outlandish shit. But we don't know the shit is outlandish if we not actually, we don't have friends to tell us, yo, that's outlandish. You feel me? I don't know why I'm saying outlandish. I just feel like saying outlandish. It's outlandish. Like, you feel me? <laughs> but, yo, we'll do some outlandish shit. And then our homies and shit, like, our real homies, like, our male homies, we, you know, we'll check each other. Hey, bro, that was, why don't our, like, when our women homies are like, y'all ain't fucking you. You ain't talking about, like, you can't, like, no, why does that have to be the thing? It's like, you know what? You right. You right. I remember I told this woman to her face. I was like, yo. I think I told her something about, yo, you ain't important to me or some shit like that. And one of my homegirls, like, like after Shorty left from where he was at, she, like, she looked at me. She said, yo, that was foul. I was fucked up. You was wrong for that. Like, she's, and she, like, scolded me. At first, I'm, like, chuckling. And she was like, nah, this ain't funny. She said, that, she said, that girl really like you, bro. Like, and you wrong. You, you, she said, it's one thing when you dogging her and it's just to us. She said, you did it to her face. That was the utmost level of disrespect. She said, I know she feel, she got to feel like this. When she broke that shit down, and so I was like, damn. Damn, homie, like, shit, I never thought about it before. Because my homies, y'all fuck that bitch. Because <laughs> they want to fuck her too. It's different when a person doesn't have to be in competition with you and they can collaborate with you on some shit. Because collaboration ain't always got to be on no positive shit. You can collaborate on some negative shit. And I don't mean negative as far as destructive. I mean, it ain't necessarily got to be high vibes and, you know, you can collaborate on some frictional shit. Because me and her collaboration on that shit where her chastising me and checking me gave me a reality check. That was some disrespectful shit. My homies would never have told me that was disrespectful. They would have asked me, yo, was the pussy good? You get some head? Like, that's what they would have did. They wouldn't check me on no shit like that. But here's how cold it is. My homeboy that was there, too, he checked me on a shit, too, with her. He's like, yeah, right, that was real fucked up. So it was like, 
I got like that was my friend speaking to me. Like you feel what I'm saying? And it gave me insight. It's like, yo, that's how women need that. Like, we need women like that. We need women in our spaces like that. You feel me? Hey, bro, for real though, at some point we gotta stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean, really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you're out with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. Now I got it. We in a vain, we in a vain world. So a lot of times it's like, you know, when you are the sad part about the phylogenous part is that when you are phylogenous, you feel me? It, it's going to make you more appealing, but you're going to end up curving a lot, but you're going to end up making a lot of new connections and friends that can ultimately lead to potential. But you got to be the one that realize what am I catalyzing out of this relationship? You feel me? When I meet women, I see what am I catalyzing out of you right now? The first thing they all, first thing we all catalyze out of each other is good behavior. <laughs> I've been dating for a long time, bro. This shit ain't hard no more. I don't need to, I don't need to, this shit be obvious now. Like, I, I know, I know it's for good behavior. Like, the first thing we all catalyze out of each other is good behavior or the behavior that made us, that made that person cling to us. This right here is one of the reasons from the podcast to the social media to all of this shit. I said, fuck it. I can't do this. Like I have, I wear so many multiple hats and shit. I just said, I'm not about to be put in all these fucking boxes because then now when I meet a woman, I got to keep that expectation up. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, oh, this is who, this is who you have to behave as. No, 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 no. This is who I be, baby. Just saying, take it or leave it. You cuss too much. Ah, we're not even gonna go there. Like, you feel me? I put so much. Like, what are your views on masculinity? Go read my books on so frail. What are your books on health and what do you think? Go read hitting the raw like this. How I feel about nutrition? Okay, cool. How are you about financial literacy and like that? Go check out Master of the Market. You feel me? What is it like? What is your philosophy? Go listen to the podcast. Like, you feel me? I I I I wanted that for reasons where you feel me. It's not a matter of boxing yourself in, but being at a point where creating these umbrellas to keep yourself out. And the reason that the reason why that was important was because if you are able to apply that to yourself when it comes to your relationships, you're able to apply that as well. You dig what I'm saying? When I go to a relationship or I'm in a situation like you, you know me, you're going to get me like it's like, all right, this is what the fuck catalyzes you. Right, you feel me? You can behave and you can put up whatever fucking front you want to put up all day long. You can smile when I'm pissing you off. You can do whatever you want to do, but understand, until you address it, until you speak to me about anything, you keep going on and going on and letting the shit rock. This is what's going to catalyze out of you. Are we catalyzing good shit out of our relationship? Out of each other. And do we know because the other is behaving for the tolerance of what we're constructed to do? You feel what I'm saying? I'm saying that because 
the relationship I knew was over six months in. The relationship I knew was over six months in. I knew it wasn't supposed to start before it did. But I knew six months in when we broke up the first time. I was so at peace. I was so clear. But she hit me up, crying. I don't know what I'm going to do. I made a mistake. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. She, she was crying, but it wasn't like that. But you feel what I'm saying? It was on some, you know, I didn't make a mistake or whatever. And it's like, all right, whatever. We got back together. And I was like, look, because this is why we broke up. Because I was like, the first, I was like, yo, she said, I need more time from you. So I said, look, I'm working 40 hours a week. <laughs> you feel me? I'm still going to class and I'm talking to you in the free time I got. <laughs> you want my sleep too? You feel me? I said, I can't give you anymore. So we just got to end it. There's nothing more that I can give you. So I have to give you nothing. You feel me? Like <laughs> my brothers, I need like, and this is what I'm saying. My brothers, I need you. I need us to be confident enough to say that because these sister circles thinking, telling them that they're the prize. Nah, sometimes yo, you, you feel me? You have to realize we're not catalyzing positive shit out of each other. This is dead. Imagine what happens if we keep recycling the catalyzing of death in our relationships. What the fuck happens? Because ain't no life being produced. But then we bring babies into death. Wow. 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 That's different. You feel me? But <laughs> that's crazy because we don't even realize that that's what we're doing. But as we're catalyzing this, we're not correcting it. We're not saying, hey, yo, I'm making you do this. You feel me? This is years later, but I had this woman. She, um, you feel me? I think I had smoked some weed with her one time or whatever. And then, like, after that, you know, I was just smoking. And she was like, uh, you, she said, I don't think we're going to work. I was like, what you mean? She said, because you smoking now. I was like, okay. Now, this was a good communication point because she was like, but you wasn't smoking before and now you're smoking now because you smoke with me. She said, I don't want to be responsible for a slippery slope. I said, I've been smoking since I was like 13 years old. I said, I just happened to smoke with you. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's gaps. You know what I'm saying? But what she was saying was real. Sometimes we'll justify when the motherfucker points out, yo, we not working. Oh, no. Nah. Like she took like, yo, because I was not smoking until she... You feel me? And I was like, I smoke with you. It's like, and because it was no problem to smoke, that's what made it worse. Because when somebody can catalyze something out of you with no friction, you're going down a slippery slope. I'm not saying she was a bad person. I'm saying the things that we catalyzed out of each other were not good. That wasn't the only one. We catalyzed, you know, uh, that was um, something that catalyzed it. But the problem, but the thing was, is like, when you catalyze other things out of them too, and you start to see, Yo, you start to do shit that I like. So I do something you like. No, no, no. That's not how it works. See, and that's what we get into when we're behaving. We're trying to behave for the relationship. Oh, I act this way. I carry myself this way because, you feel me? I want to keep whatever you're catalyzing. Catalyzing me. It's like, no, it's going to do it regardless. Because our relationship is going to be what our relationship is supposed to be. When you fake the funk and you try to pretend, it's not going to work. Two motherfuckers have to be themselves in order to draw the best out of themselves. The best out of one another. Because like I said, your other half is not your other half. They are the catalyzation of the other half of yourself. Because they're the mirror image that is you at that particular point in your life. Now, how much more will we, will we know how to prepare for the actual life? 
one thing that I look at when I ask my brothers and shit, what kind of woman you want in your life? She got to be ambitious like me. She got to be that. I didn't ask you all that. I asked, what kind of woman do you want in your life? I didn't ask, like, what kind of job you want her to have. What woman do you, what kind of woman do you want? What do you want her to be? None of them, none of them ever say herself. She has to be you. She has to be you. Right? She has to be you. And a lot of the times when we say that, when we want a woman that has to be us in many regards, we get that. And it don't work. Do you know why? Because she doesn't catalyze the other half that we're missing. She catalyzes only the half that we have. I don't need your help doing this part. It's not that I need your help the other side either, either way, but this is something that I got in the back. This is my current half. I need my other half. So I need you to show me something that I'm not seeing. You're only going to show me what I can see. And if I'm, you know what I mean? It's, it's, we don't have the harmony at that point. Now we have to compete for who has the, who can control the most attention. We can't collaborate. You feel me? So now that, that, Makes me have the misogyny. Because I got to compete with you. And you won't shut the fuck up. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, this is why. They won't shut the fuck up. Because I got a lot to say. And we would know. Like, think about this shit. Like, this This is one of the reasons why it's like. When you really look at it. People are like, oh, I found my best friend. And that's why marriage hurts. Now I get it. I used to always wonder. Motherfucker be like, until you've been married, you'll never understand. And I'd be like, bro, I've been in serious relationships, bro. I get it. Like, you feel me? Like, and I always thought, because when I take my like my tech, like my relationships, I try to find my friend too. I see my friend in it. So you get it. When you get a divorce, it ain't like you just you feel me breaking up with a motherfucker. You're losing your friend. You lost your best friend. Like your right hand, like your partner. Like I felt that betrayal from men. I felt that betrayal from, I know that betrayal all too well. You feel what I'm saying? And I know it, but it's like, you was my friend too. You feel me? That, and I had to compare it to that because I was like, you know what? I don't really, I don't really know. Like when I look at all the women I was with, I was like, yo, I really care for you. But I, it was something about it. Like it didn't bother me. Like, you feel what I'm saying? One of my homies, like he thought he had, this girl that I went with in high school pregnant. And then he gonna say, yo, I forgot y'all went. Bro, you was always around us. How you forget we went together? You knew. You knew. But it's cool. I'm not mad. I wasn't mad. It didn't hurt. It wasn't like I was, but I was like, why did it hurt? Because that was my friend. Like, you feel me? The girl wasn't my friend. It was like, yeah, man, she was what it was. Like, you can, our bond, like, she was insignificant to me, so it's not gonna fuck up what we have. You feel what I'm saying? But on the other side of that, I had a woman who my homeboy smashed. And it was like, and he smashed like in the window of me and her talking. When the other homeboy was like, we was in high school when me and Shorty was talking. Like, I think I had, I was coming back from Philly when they was, uh, when they had started messing around. So it was like, well, maybe I was coming back from med school. I don't know. Either way. You know what I'm saying? So it was like time. It was like, it was, it was irrelevant. But the other homie was like, it was right there. Like, bro, I gave you her sister. You feel me? But again, it was competition rather than collaboration. You got to realize what you're going into your friendships with. 
You feel me? We're in a competitive world. How many how many friendships do you really have that are collaborative? My brothers, I really need you to, to sit down and dissect this shit. How many friendships can you say you and this person, y'all are collaborative? When y'all two mesh, when y'all talk, when y'all call each other, communicate, however it is y'all get down, every time y'all speak to each other, you feel me? Some magic happens in some way, shape, or form. Y'all either grow, y'all learn, y'all develop, y'all able to apply something. Something happens. How many friendships you got like that? Because that's going to shape what kind of world you in and then your mirror. What's she going to be? She's going to be competitive in nature. A lot of men don't realize that the reason why you need a submissive woman a submissive woman is because you can't let go of misogyny. Submissive women have to make themselves insignificant to men that hate them. Think about that. You're going to submit to men that don't like you because they're competing with other men. You don't get it. We don't even realize that that's how misogyny really is. Our competition between men, it's like, yo, my dick bigger. I got bigger car. I got this, that, and the third. It's like, you saw, we do shit to impress niggas by way of how many women we can attract. It's my fuck. So when I tell us, motherfuckers be thinking I'm being funny and I'm being fucked up. When I say there's three types of men, the heterosexual man, the homosexual man who likes vagina, and the homosexual man who doesn't like vagina. Usually, the homosexual man who doesn't like vagina, he's the one bringing it back full circle. The one that's always calling people simps. The one that's always screaming Pauls at everything. You feel me? But it's we were groomed this way. We were groomed this way. And that's how misogyny plays out. You become the homosexual man who likes vagina. And in liking just that being what it is, you're able, you, you compete. And in that, you're not able to be friends with just the... because. You can't befriend a woman when you just want to fuck her. Which means the communication barrier is going to be off. So you can't see anything beyond the right methods of developing yourself to be catalyzed correctly. You feel me? This is why I got an episode on like the real way to start a relationship way back when. But I go through the process. Like you, you have a, first, you got to be friends. Like we, we make it harder than it has to be. We got to be talking. We got to date. We got to just, no, be fucking friends. It ain't hard. Because now we start behaving. Oh, I think you might like it if we go here. No, be friends. From the jump, this is who you're going to get. This is who the fuck you're going to get. You feel me? Oh, why you got to be now? I, don't, I, I got decorum. But understand, when decorum is out the window, this is who you get. I'm comfortable with that. Some people behave because they're not comfortable with who they're going to get. I can't behave long. Think about that, yo. Like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to try to wrap it up. They, We in a space where we want relationships 60 years. We want to die together. You behaving? You're not even being you? Fuck that. I got to be with my friend. Like, I got to be, a, you got to be my friend. But I got to be able to recognize friends because I got to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, when shit goes south, what happens seven years in when something happens in a relationship? You feel me? You dipped into account. You dipped into an account, and this got fucked up because of that. There, I ain't even gonna say you because I don't even want to make. 
I dipped into account. <laughs> I dipped into an account because this does sound like some shit I do. So I said, I dipped into an account to cover something that I didn't know we needed money in that account for at that particular time because I moved it in the markets and I flipped it back. I was going to put it right back, but I didn't know we needed it right then. And now you feel me? That's relationship shit. That's not boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife. You can't have that conversation because that's too much. Mm, that's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, responsible parents not i need my friend hey my friend i need my friend like why the fuck would you do that now imagine this conversation i'm gonna do this conversation as husband and wife then i'm gonna do this as friends husband and wife first you took how much from what hey nah i just i took about ten thousand no nothing crazy just ten thousand i moved it put it back you know we had that that we damn sure did. Why the fuck would you do that? Because you always, you don't ever think, you think about nobody but your fucking self. Now nah, I was thinking about everybody because if I flip this and put this back, it's like, it's going to take three business days. What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What I mean? We needed it tomorrow. Three business days ain't going to work. So how the fuck we going to cover it? Damn. You're right. My bad. That's boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife. The dynamic is totally different because it has a different energy because we are now collaborators. We are now working. We are partners working in our family is our business. Love is law, family is business. And our this was a fucked up business decision to the family. Right? Friends. Bruh. Stop bullshit. Bruh, let me tell you what the fuck I did, bro. So look, right? <clears throat> I fucked around and moved 10 bands, right? Because I was going to flip it and move it back, right? And then, motherfucking, let me guess. You needed the motherfucking money in the account because something had to be covered. How you know? Because I know. Bro, like, it was, I was going to be, it was going to be real quick. It was going to be quick. I mean, I know it was going to be quick, but does it, does that really matter that it was going to be quick? It was that it was done and it wasn't consulted with. But I'm just saying though, bro, like, like, whenever I ever fucked up on some shit like that, like, bro, it doesn't matter whether or not you were fucked up on some shit like that. Think about it. You feel me? As friends, it's a totally different conversation. You feel me? We can't have that shit in relationships. You know why? Because we don't go into relationships as friends. We don't need to talk. We don't need, like, we need to be fucking friends. I need to see what happens. I need you to, I need to see where your mind is. You feel what I'm saying? We get caught up in the routine of shit. This is why relationships are trash. This is why they suck because we learn from motherfuckers who fail relationships. Get you a man that's going to hold the doors open for you. You got to make sure you tell her good morning all the motherfucking time. Not realizing that relationships don't work off of mundane reality. You get bored. You need spontaneity because the human mind likes to think. An idle mind has to fill itself. You need to be able to create curiosity within your partner. Your partner has to create curiosity within you. That's how you increase desire. When we know everything about each other, we don't learn to develop and grow on anything. There's nothing more. You feel me? Relationships are designed to fail, bro. Marriages too. Sit and think about it. You go to college to get a degree, right? You now spend the rest of your life, the remaining 40 years of your life, working, staying in that same lexicon of thought. That same school of thought. Your significant other, doing they whatever, staying in that same school of thought. Y'all, wake up. Go to sleep. The only excitement that y'all have, if y'all have it, is the difference, the shit between the kids. Oh, they started walking. Oh, they fell. But then once they get out of that shit and they're starting, that's it. Ain't no excitement no more. 
Tia just married her husband because she was she just divorced her husband because she was bored. That's keep it real. Women can do that. We can't. We need to start. We be bored a long time ago, but we don't say shit. You know why? Because we are never put in a position where we can actually say, hmm, let me care about me. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's going to come off as a misogynist, but it's actually going to come off, like I said, it's going to come off misogynist because it's like, if I'm catalyzing this, if we're catalyzing bad shit, we can't fix bad shit. We need to stop playing with it. Blueface and Krishan is perfect. Like They catalyze the bet, the worst out of each other. They are proof of the power of magnitude. Krishan and Blueface are the parallel universe of Beyonce and Jay-Z. And what I mean by that is the sense of they work, they collaborate. <laughs> well, Beyonce and Jay-Z collaborate well in a positive light. And I mean that, you know, based off of, you know, what they look at what Blueface and Krishan, they same magnitude of attention. They're known. They're like as public figures, they're equally in the same stratosphere. But what do they catalyze out of each other? My brothers, my brothers, my brothers. We've been at a point of the necessity for elevation, so it's time to elevate. We need to look at our relationships and our situations differently. We need to learn how to be friends with women. And it's going to come from us actually liking them. We got to be phylogenous. It's that simple. It's that simple. We got to be phylogenous. We got to practice phylogeny. You feel me? Again, back to the word. Just saying the word phylogeny, bro. Don't y'all, don't it feel different? It don't feel like misogyny feel. When you say misogyny, you could think about 8 million pages on social media. Like, you don't say nothing with phylogeny. But we can't taint it. As long as the message is out before it gets tainted, it, it is what it is. But it's... That's what we got to find, bro. Our relationships are going to change when we get phylogeny back. And I know it's, it's women going to start liking us too. Hey, yo, bro, somebody got to be, be the bigger person. And just from a historical standpoint, after assimilation shit, like, I ain't going to say who, who left who first because it, it's really pointless because we both gone. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's like there was a time when we was friends. And when we integrated after that, we stopped being friends. We stopped being friends with our women. And that did nothing but trickle down. Because we stopped being friends with our women because we started to behave for them. We couldn't, we didn't want to wear a certain, we didn't want to be affiliated. Like we didn't want to be associated with certain shit because of our cultural assimilations and what we, you know what I mean? Integration was the smartest form of genocide ever. It's like, yo, we're going to make you, we're going to control you because we're going to make you come into our spaces and behave like us. And it's going to make you stop liking each other. You feel me? And now we don't even want to be friends. We just want to be objects of lust and fuck each other and have babies and shit and leave it at that. Because like I said, tying into the phylogeny side, when you'll know if she's your friend, if you can correct her. You feel me? And I don't mean chastise her. I said correct her. You can do shit without punishing a motherfucker, make them feel, making them feel small. And you're only willing to do that shit for your friends. Your friends. I talk politely harsh to my friends. I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. I'll be like, 
you know, that was some fucked up shit, but hmm, here's what it is. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to come off as your friend. It's like, if you can, when you learn to get to that shit with just random general women, like, you're my friend. I'm not trying to get the ass from you. Like, it's going to take practice. In order to do it, you got to practice doing it. You feel me? Problem is we can't. Because we don't, we haven't learned how. I ain't going to say we can't. We don't because we haven't learned how for real, for real. It's like, how do I approach a woman? I just want to be her friend. <laughs> like, like for real, it's like, yo, I want to be your friend. Like, what you mean friend? Like, no, friend, friend. Like, yo, you dope as shit. I like your attitude. I like your mentality. Like, I have women that are friends. Like, people can't see it. They be like, yo, that's your friend? Mm-hmm. Nah. If she gave you it, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because of the because she's my friend. Like, I like her creativeness. I like this, then the third. I like there's certain things that makes her my friend. You feel me? She's my friend. It's like, nah, bro, you'll hit. I hey. Now, let me say this. I'm not gonna say I hit my friends, but we'll be friends and we transition into a relationship that next level, we go from uh, fraternal to rural energy and move into that intimate space. Yes, I hit my friend because she was my friend first and then she became my lady. It'd be blowing my mind. Motherfuckers be like, yo, I want to I wanna marry my best friend, right? But then you tell them, would you date your best friend? No, that doesn't make sense. Y'all retarded, bro. Y'all retarded for real. So you don't you you want you want them to be a random stranger that you get with first, and then y'all grow to become best friends rather than just becoming best friends. Saying, "Hey, you know, what? let's make this official." Because when you can't make it official with your best friends, that means there's something about your best friend that's wrong, or something about your friend that's wrong, and that's perfectly fine as far as a relationship goes. That doesn't mean that they're going to stop being your friend. That just means that as my friend, you can't go into the relationship space. Because what does the next phase of relationship have? Friends, I know we can party, we can hang out, console each other, give advice, reassurance, talk about shit and all of that shit. But what about the intimate side when my soul is now on display? Because now you see the sides of me that you encourage me to show the sides of me that the world is supposed to see that I don't want to see. That was a bar and I could have put that in a poem, but I didn't. But, and I mean, that I just floated, but it could have went and could have wrote that shit down, but that's how the person is like the shit about you on the inner core. Like they're supposed to bring it out of you, not make you scared to see it, show it. Uh, another thing that I learned in the relationship that I was in, I fucked up. I did some stupid shit. It wasn't stupid shit because in my mind, the shit wasn't stupid. It wasn't foul. It wasn't fucked up because I knew my intentions behind it. But in her mind, it was foul as fuck. So I had a best friend who was a woman. We were in high school. You feel me? I told her I was going to write her a song. And in it, I said, I want to make sure it feels right. Me and her have been through a lot as friends. So much so, like, you feel me? I knew, like, her brother. Her brother was the reason why I was able to even start making beats in the first place. Because he gave me the program to, like... That's how close we were. We were actually friends. We were like that was like my sister. You feel what I'm saying? She almost broke my ribs one time too. Not like my sister would break my ribs. It was a long story how that shit happened. But anyway, we had history. But we have history as friends. You feel what I'm saying? I'm had like just listen to that story. Imagine me saying I got a history with an ex girlfriend who almost broke my ribs. That don't sound the same as yo. One of my homies almost broke my ribs. Who was playing? If I say I got a 
I said, I, almost, I have an ex-girlfriend who almost broke my ribs, or I have a friend who almost broke my ribs. It don't even sound the same because it sounds like a whole different conversation. You see what I'm saying? Because it shows how the connection was. So when it's, I'm writing this person a song, and then I literally started off, backtrack to high school, backtrack to high school, my years as a, your years as a freshman and mine as a sophomore, yours as a fresh fish or some shit. I don't know. It was a long time ago. But in it, I was like, yo, you my homie. And the song was to Jada Kiss and Jasmine Sullivan, Smoking Gun. So it was to that beat. And it, at the end of the song, I said, you my homie. So I said, if you ever need me, call me. I'm coming with the smoking gun. That's not just for her. That's for anybody. That's anybody that is that I see you. You feel me? My girlfriend at the time heard it. This is the first time I ever heard these words in my life. And to hear it from somebody that you really feeling and you vibing with, it hurt differently. Right? She said, she told me after she said, she said, so you just going to write her a love letter like that? I said, a love letter? What the fuck is you talking about? She said, I heard that song. Okay, cool. How'd you like it? I hated it and I hate you. And she hung up on me. I was like, damn. I said, damn. Reason why I'm saying that is because it made me hate music. From that moment, anytime I made a beat, I had a whole like three-year pocket of nothing but like emo dark shit. And I just couldn't feel good about music anymore. And here's what I'm saying. that The person, if you're not friends with this motherfucker first, they will catalyze. They're going to catalyze the best or the worst part out of you because that's the other. That's Your missing half is your greatest half. And your greatest half can either be your best or your worst half. But it's going to be great. You feel what I'm saying? And people, like, your relationships catalyze that out of you. Your intimate relationships catalyze that out of you. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when it's intimate, the shit that the world, the shit that's in, that's deeply me, that's the shit that this person is supposed to see. And it's like, they hype, but she didn't like it. She was jealous of it. You feel me? I even, I, to try to absolve the jealousy, I try to bring her into my music. I was like, here, do a song with me. We did a song, you know what I'm saying? I tried to invite, I didn't realize what I was doing. I was bringing negative jealous energy around my shit. Shit that I didn't, like, there's shit that, you know what I'm saying? And no shot to her, no shame to her, no, 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 no quarrels against her. But I catalyzed that out of her. I wrote the song knowing that she was this type of person, but not registering it because this was my best friend. I'm like, this is my friend. You don't, you're like, y'all wouldn't even, like, you feel me? Like, y'all would get along. They wouldn't get along. They wouldn't get along. Because the parts of me that got along with my best friends were the parts of me that didn't get along with her. But we weren't friends. Her and I weren't friends because relationships, you don't have friends with your relationships. Like, you become friends afterwards. No, that's fucked up. But because I had not respected phylogeny, now, granted, my homegirls were my homegirls, but I, I had not, I was one of those men who's like, I'm not worrying about all women, just the women in my circle. Like, fuck the rest of the bitches, it's just the women in my circle matter. Mama, sister, cousins, friends, and that's it. If you ain't within that radius, then you ain't shit to me. That's the mindset that I was in. So it wouldn't have made a difference. You feel me? So when it came to that relationship, it was like, yo, I'm not like, fuck that bitch. Like, she tripping. She tripping. Like, I'm not, I'm not. Involving myself in that. But I get it. I catalyzed that out of her. 
Because she was dealing with all of this shit. And it's like, rather than leaving her the fuck alone, I try to fix it. You feel what I'm saying? Post-relationship, a whole bunch of women that I talked to said, yo, you should have left that shit a long time ago. The friends that I was with, it was like, we was waiting on you to leave it. Why didn't y'all say shit? Right? Something that we often ask. They said, why didn't you ask? Hmm. 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 As a friend, why didn't I ask? What do y'all see? Like, there's things like that. Because it's like, I don't ask y'all about my relationships. Because if, if y'all gonna tell me some shisty shit about my relationship, you're not my friend. I feel like I'm not, don't get me wrong. I should, it's not like I should be able to go to my friends and gossip about a relationship, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, it's like, if I went to my friend about a relationship, they shouldn't be biased on my side. You know what I'm saying? Because like, these, are, these are traits within myself. Again, traits that don't necessarily translate to everybody else. So when we're out here looking for the woman that we're looking for, we need to be able to see that. Catalyze my other half. But I got I to gotta be willing to accept and embrace my other half. Because there's shit about, the shit that that is your other half is the shit that you hide in front of the world. It's going to take one, it it takes a certain motherfucker to make you vulnerable enough to show it. You feel me? You know, and now that I think about it, it makes sense why she was jealous of the friend that I wrote the song for. Because that friend is who gave me the confidence to make, to, to write. But it wasn't like, ooh, babe, go, go. It was like, yo, if you don't eat that motherfucker up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, go murder this beat. You feel what I'm saying? My friend. So when I wrote that first beat and I put it on like my MySpace page and shit, that was my number one supporter. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, that was my friend though. And that, they catalyzed something out of me. But in what she catalyzed out of me, what she catalyzed, I have, a, I have a plethora of women friends who are solely platonic. You feel what I'm saying? Solely platonic. They're my homies. But I listen to them. I take their advice. I, you know, what I'm saying I, I give them advice, and we talk and we vibe. But I notice where I'm at with they, with the friendship with them, because that's like I need you if you're gonna be in my space. You got to be a friend like them. But we're gonna transcend that when we go into the spousal spot. But the friendship, I need that. I need that. I need that. Like what they're able to give me, and what. But in order to do that, I have to practice it, so I know what I'm going to catalyze out of you. Now, it's like, this is the type of friend I need. This is the type of friend that catalyzes the best out of me. This is how I find it in a woman. You got to make me feel like my friends. But when all of my friends are men who don't like women and only like vagina, what does that leave me with? A misunderstanding of how to understand a woman. So we got to revive this phylogeny, bro. Like, we got to make sure we're in a space where... What we're teaching and what we're doing and what we're giving, how we're moving on a regular basis is so that we can be friends with women. I'm telling you, yo, when you become friends with women, bro, bro, it ain't the perks of like, like motherfuckers be thinking the perks of sex and shit. Like that's cool back, back in those days. The perks that you get when women are your friends now, you get a whole different level of, of insight. When I tell people that my analysis and deconstruction is comparable to my synthesis and construction, like as much as I talk about masculinity, Y'all know I always talk about duality too, right? If my masculinity is on point, what you think my feminine, my femininity is like? I mirrored them, but I wasn't able to do that until I started seeing women use it. It's like, oh, that's how you do the shit. 
hmm. And then I started to learn how to tap into the energy, right? But tap into the energy that's reflective of what I'm missing in myself. I'm not missing a woman. You feel me? This is why I tell people, you feel me? I don't need, this is why I tell people I don't need a woman, but I need a woman in my life. Because I understand that she's not my other half. She's the catalyst to what my other half is. Now it's on me to develop the discernment, the distinction, and the the necessary, the wherewithal to look around and say, hmm, are you catalyzing the best or the worst out of me? Because you're going to make me great. You're going to bring the greatest, you're going to bring the best part out of me. You're going to make me the greatest version of myself at this particular point with our experience. But will it be the best version of myself or will it be the worst version of myself? And will I be smart enough, I ain't going to say smart enough, will I be wise enough to identify what catalyst you're bringing out of me? Because some people can bring both catalysts out of you. And you can walk that even balance where it makes you absolute. Yo, you bring the good and the bad out of me. Evenly. When somebody brings the good out, just the good out of you, huh, you might want to be careful too because they could be a people pleaser. And then if they only bring in the good out of you in situations and you can't deal with the bad, that like you need a teammate, you're gonna need a homie that's gonna ride with you. Like, I need a friend that if I know first, like Kevin Samuel says something powerful. He said. She needs to be your in case of emergency. And I don't just mean in the sense of you at work on the job, you fall hard. No. Hey, look, yo, we got beef, yo. You feel me? I need a type of motherfucker who knows how I get down. If I'm in a space, let's say, because this is how I know you got to be my friend before you can be my lady. I've seen a situation like this. I mean, as far as me being on the other side of it. You feel me? Women say they want to be protected. They see a violent motherfucker. It's like, oh, you feel me? But <laughs> in the situation... It's like, you feel me? Talk that shit about, you know, men protect men. This is like, to see that violent side is like, I was scared. What you mean you were scared? I, I was about to throw these things. Well, what you mean you were scared? Like, I never seen you like that. Would you get like that again? If it came to it, the fuck you mean? Like, to, yes. I, if I had to, yes. Why? I would. That's scary. That's a scary sight. Because that means that that's in you. Duh. Have I ever brought it out on you? I control it. What are you talking like? What is you? I don't. Are you afraid? Yeah, I'm afraid. Cool. Can't fuck with you no more. Can't fuck with you no more. It's not against you. You're not a bad person. I get it. My essence. It's not gonna be nice for you, because another situation happens where I gotta get like that. I'm not toning shit down. You feel me? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to do that. So I needed somebody who's as my friend. You know, I get violent. You know some shit. And this pisses me off to this day. My some of my closest friends, they'll tell me some shit. Hey, yo, uh, such and such did this. When was this? Oh, this was a couple years ago. Why y'all telling me now? Because we know how you are. That shit used to piss me off. I get it though. They're my friends. Hmm. Go figure. Sometimes your friends ain't gonna your friendship ain't always gonna go your way, but it's gonna go the way it's supposed to go. They were looking out for me just like they know I would look out for them. That's a double-edged sword that we get in. I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. Because with this phylogeny thing, we always talk about how um, black women are unprotected or blah, 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 and all these things. It's like we don't know who to protect or 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 what the case may be. But it's like, why does... <laughs> the reality of the fact that black women feel unprotected Shows that there are no friends. 
our culture is not friendly, bro. To the point where our women don't even feel like we will be friendly enough to protect them and do something for them. Or prevent something from happening. And it's as simple as, hey, bro, chill out. You feel me? And that, that's, I feel largely that's because of the misogyny. I'm not saying phylogeny is going to be something that we could change overnight, but if we can just get to a point where we can, we can align ourselves with the positive expression of, of, you know what I'm saying? Women are cool. Being like being around a woman, being with a woman and, and not be anything sexual or off of procreation or just like, yo, women are fucking dope. Some of the dopest, look, so frail came to be because of a woman. Not my mama. I mean, yeah, she birthed me and shit. I'm literally having a conversation with a woman. I got tired of repeating the shit. So for real. I mean, I'm tired of repeating about why men are the way they are. So I'm going to write a book. And I was like, I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to write a book. And she would always post and make a post and shit and put hashtag so for real. Masculinity so for real. Bing. I think that's it. You feel me? She was my friend. Her idea worked. It, it, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay. You feel me? Some of my strongest, most powerful ideas have come because I bounced it off of a woman. Women have synthesis and construction. They're going to see the details a lot differently. As analysis and deconstruction, yeah, I can see the details, but I see my details according to analysis and deconstruction. But if I can give her all of the raw materials and say, here's like, hey, won't you? I didn't even see that part. I know because you don't, you can catalyze the greatest parts out of me. You feel me? Like, think about that shit. I'm going to say this for real and I'm going to wrap it up. Some of the situations that I have been in as far as like the things that I built and I ran about women, they have given me the reverberative insight, right? But the insight that they gave me, I didn't see at first, but it was already in me to see it. Like the moment they pointed, like they had pointed out, I recognized it. You see what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying. Like when they're able to bring, like when they can catalyze the other half of yourself, which is either going to be the best half or the worst half. That's depending upon whether or not you are making friends with the women and deciding, are you actually going to be in a space where you're friends with women the right way or are you friends for the vagina? And if you're just friends for the vagina, we already discussed how that is. But if you're friends for the right way, I can guarantee you, you'll step into a space where you where you delve deeper into who you are and you'll find, things, you'll find out other things about yourself and that creativity, the side of who you really are, that's who's going to come out. And make sure when it does come out, it comes out right. It comes out right. Because at the same time, that empty side is going to be the side. That side that comes out is also going to be the side that has to catalyze who she is and brings who she is out. And are you going to be able to deal with that? You won't know unless you're friends first. Because that friendship is what's going to set the tone to transcend that reality. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing. Formerly Just Scenes merch, get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Pala Cafe clothing? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. That's phylogeny, man. This is what, like, that one word alone, it just, this is all the shit that came to me with that because 
Like I'm like, yo, I hear misogyny so much. Misogyny this, misogyny that, misogyny, misogyny. I'm like, ah, I hate the word misogyny. I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's stupid. It's like it's like, yo, I hate hearing the word. Motherfuckers don't. It's, it's and as much as it's used, you would think motherfuckers know what it means the right way. But it's like, yo, come on, bro. Like I'm tired of hearing it. Men are misogynist. Why? Because they didn't give a woman what she wanted. Like I seen this post, man. <laughs> shit had me bugging, bro. Cause. It was a 50 cent, it was a post about 50 cent having Beyonce removed from her, I think it was like, hey, little daddy or something. It was like off of in the club or something. He said, because it was going to get more streams than her. A woman decides to post. Uh, Beyonce, 50 pulled her because Beyonce would outsold him. Men don't let us have anything. She stole his song. It was his. <laughs> what you mean men won't let you have? She stole the shit, bro. Like, what you mean? fuck you feel me if you continue to get caught up in that shit and seeing that that's the conversation we're dealing with motherfuckers talking about misogyny and shit and and talking about irrelevant shit that has nothing to do with misogyny that ain't got nothing to do with hating a woman that has everything to do with you fucking on my bag <laughs> i'm trying to maintain as an artist i'm trying to maintain the number one spot with this song when you come along you take the number one spot for me from my song like the fuck you didn't have to do none of that. I did all of the legwork. You just got on the beat and changed a few words. Like, you didn't have to do shit. It's business at that point. Motherfuckers ain't never done business before in the, in, in the way in which it would show you the value of what you worked for. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody steals something from you, it's different when you, when you created something. It's different when it's stolen from you. Like, if you steal some shit, I went out and bought I explain it like this. If you stole a laptop from me, a TV from me, hmm, that's different. That's different. That's different. If you stole my laptop that has so for a one, two, three on it, hitting it raw, the all the, the raw files off uh hit um the hitting the raw program, the inflate inflation course, the, the master the inflate inflation community master market course, uh you have if you like all of my ad, like my my logos, brand, like if you steal my laptop with that, you playing with your life. You playing with your life, and all bets are off at that point. All bets are off at that point, and I get it. And I get it. And I get it. And people will take that and see that. Oh, that's toxic masculinity. That's masculine. That's frail masculinity. No, no, no. No, that's dying for my shit. No, that's living for my shit. Like, you feel me? But motherfuckers ain't never worked on shit. They worked for people. Motherfuckers that had that tenacity for a motherfucker that gave them a job. If they worked for 30, 40 years on a motherfucker, they'll have that tenacity for them. Because, you feel me, they worked for that. But until you created some shit, you have a different outlook on it. You feel what I'm saying? And so, with Shorty saying that shit like that, like, you feel me? Men don't let women, like, nah, bro, like, that's foul. Like, she stole it. She would have stole it. She didn't have to do shit. And if you never had it, like I said, if you've never created anything and had it stolen from you, it's different. I get it now why motherfuckers used to get mad when we used to steal music off LineWire. They couldn't stop it, so they created streaming services, but I get it. I ain't mad at it. But when I was when I was young, stealing the shit, I was like, man, you can't get mad at me. It's just music. It ain't just music. It ain't just music. You took their art. You took their art. 
you took they are you took something that they really 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 worked work for and i'm gonna get back to the point but that was just a passionate thing because when you steal somebody's shit and i'm saying this because i had somebody steal from me before they literally got a master in the market course because you know open it up for me bro so i can get straight to it went straight through got their money back from me and then one shit I can do, like, it hit different because it was like, yo, you stole from me. It's different. You took my work. Like, that's, that hit different. That hit different. So I get why 50 blocked her. But to say that, you know, oh, it's misogyny. That's not misogyny. That's what I'm saying. Like, people misinterpreting it and using it. But because it's been so overused and it's not like, we need a new word. Phylogeny. I'm a phylogenist. I love women. I love women. Like beyond vagina. Like I love women. Like women are cool as fuck, bro. I'm telling you. If y'all ain't got no women friends, bro, y'all suck, bro. Like, like women are really cool. <laughs> like so cool. Like so fucking cool, bro. Like <laughs> when you get a woman who's like, she's not trying to perform and trying to be all ladylike to you. Like all of the women in my space, I'm like, yeah, don't be ladylike, bro. You ain't no fucking lady. Not on no disrespectful shit. But it's like, yo, you my friend. I'm not, I'm not looking at the lady right now. I'm looking at the homie right now. I'm looking at the homie right now. That's like, if you cried, I'm gonna cry with you. If you, if you went like, that's who I'm looking at. You feel me? I don't give a fuck about you behaving. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't. And if you feel like you gotta behave, then you don't need to be my friend. I need you to be that that raw motherfucker. You feel me? Be all of you. Cause I'm gonna be all of me. Just give me the. Free, I'm gonna give you the free space to be all of you. Cause I'm gonna be all of me now. With if being me being all of me makes you uncomfortable, cool. Say that. Because this is only going to get worse. I'm just going to keep catalyzing this discomfort out of you. You feel me? And vice versa. We got to stop doing that shit, man. We too old for that shit. We too grown for that shit. And as men, it's time to change, bro. We can be friends with women. We're not kids, bro. You're going to need some women, bro. Like, for real, for real. Like, you, all the other bullshit, like, you're going to need some women to actually be friends with just to call on. You feel me? And I don't know, oh, I just want to dump my problems off on you. No, listen, no, to hear and be heard, to listen, to listen to. Like, you feel me? Have those conversations where y'all can laugh. I'm going to say this for real, for real, and I'm going to wrap it up. Every woman in my space, I know what her laugh is like. All my friends, I know what their laugh is like. And that's a telling story, that's a telling testament because the women that I call girlfriends I only know what one of their laughs are like. And it's the one that I actually love. But the rest of them, it's like, <laughs> but my friends, I remember they laugh. I know the hand motions, the body movements and shit. One of my homies, when she fucking laughs, she hit people, right? It's so much that when you know something is real funny, everybody moves away from her. Because you know she's going to hit you and shit. She heavy handed as fuck too, but you feel me? I know all of my friends laughs. You feel me? All of my women friends, all of my men friends, I know all of their laughs. And that's how I know we friends. We're like, they know that we laugh for real. It's not the little giggle and chuckle, <laughs> I'm cool. And I know they laughs. Right? Because I know they laughs, I also know they tears. I know they crying. I know, I know, I know. I know. They know mine. You feel what I'm saying? They know mine. Because that's how a friendship's supposed to work. So you're supposed to build a bond off of that. 
Fuck the bullshit. I don't give a fuck if you know my favorite color. I don't give a fuck if you know what my favorite hobby is or none of that shit. Can you spot my laugh out in the room? In a room full of people, can you hear me laugh? You my friend if you can do that. That was a dramatic pause because that hit. That hit me like if if you can hear me laugh in a room, I only know a handful of people that can do that. If you can hear me laughing in a room full of motherfucking people. You my friend. Because you giving me the free reign to expose a very vulnerable piece of myself. A lot of people are self-conscious about their laughs. Some people put their hands over their mouth. Some people chuckle. You know what I'm saying? Like, not many people get to that laugh that makes their tears come out until they're around friends. You feel me? That's how we need to be with our women. And when we find that, find a woman who can identify your laugh. That's who you decide to take it on to the next level. And when I say identify your lab, you know she'll be able to identify your lab by the level. You know what it's going to take to ultimately get to the point. We've been around. We've been together. We put in some work to where she can identify my lab. The real one. Not that cool shit. <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the goofy shit. <laughs> the, real, the real laugh. The motherfucker that hits you. You feel me? Only a few people know what my laugh is like. Yeah, y'all get the podcast laugh. But only a few people get what my laugh is like. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all get it from time to time. But I ain't going to tell you when it is the real one. But get you a woman. Like, phylogeny is going to help you with that, man. Get you a woman who can do that. And then when you find that, I promise you, yo, it's, it's going to be a no-brainer. It's going to be a no-brainer. Because if she can identify your laugh, she knows how to make you laugh. She knows how to make you laugh. She knows what things you like. She knows how to make you laugh. That means she knows how to prevent you from crying. She knows what that means. She knows like there's levels to being able to identify my laugh in public in a room full of people. You feel what I'm saying? Find a woman and be that be her friend. Find a friend like that. And then you two come to a mutual consensus and you know what? Hmm. I think maybe we should do like talk about it. Like have a friend planning as friends. Yo, you know what? I think we should take this to the next level, or at least we should try or something like that. Like, what do you think? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Now, there is a window where y'all can get locked in as friends. To where it's like, nah. <laughs> I know a lot of women who, you feel me? That's one of my advices. I ain't even gonna hold you. Because of my past, a lot of women is like, I, I'm free with it because I'm not a hoe no more. That's why I get <laughs> That's why I tell the shit. Because I ain't a hoe no more, bro. Like, because I'm not a hoe no more, that's why I tell my whole stories. You feel me? But it fucks with me because it's like you can't tell them to the wrong ears because I'm like, I know you still got it, though. How do you know? How do you know I can still get hoes like I used to get hoes? Because I don't get hoes. You feel me? I keep, I, I'm on my business. I don't be chasing skirts no more like I used to. Like, that's not the same me. But again, when you got it, you got it. So you got to find a motherfucker that can spot and be your friend and say, all right, bet. I know this is the type of motherfucker you are. Not a motherfucker who's got a side eye you because they don't know that because y'all ain't friends, so they don't know the tendencies. You feel me? So because of that, being my friend's like, nah, as a friend, you feel me? Some motherfucker, I'm like, yo, 
when I was in my whole bag, mm -mm. my friends, like, I couldn't date you. I know. <laughs> and I wouldn't date you because you're my friend. I ain't shit right now. <laughs> I date them because I don't care. You feel me? <laughs> I can't fuck with y'all because y'all my friends. But then when I got to that level of maturity, I said, I can only fuck with my friends and I can only have a friendship with you and then decide to take it to that next level. Because like I said, there's things I can say. Okay, nah, you don't have the longevity intimately with me. But platonically, you're still my homie. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'd rather that be the thing and not initiate the conversation than fuck up a friendship because we crossed the line and then became friends and it's too, you feel me? So much damage left along the way. And motherfuckers can't learn from their mistakes and they can't learn from the shit that goes on with them. So I feel like we just got to get back to that, bro. Be friends with women. Start there, bro. Everybody want to know what's the solution for the commit. Like as black men, we got to be friends with women. And the reason why it's us, I know. Well, it's gonna be us. Why they can't? Why can't they stand the other branch? Because we live in a misogynistic and a misogynist uh, society. The world is built off of misogyny and it's racist too. So you got to think, whose neck can we still stand on? You feel me? When when push comes to shove, right? We're all oppressed, right? We're all oppressed. But when push comes to shove, we have somebody to oppress on it because we're men. And because of that, that means that we now have to have somebody to push up. Because we're men. So we have to switch misogyny to phylogeny. We have to get to a point where like, yo, let's befriend black, let's befriend the women. Especially the black women, because we black men. Like, yo, let's befriend the women and say, hey, look, y'all, y'all cool. Cause some of them be cool as fuck. Like, it's crazy as hell. You see life differently when you when it's a it's a direct correlation between like the fact that over 60% of black women have been sexually assaulted by the time they're 18. And then the fact that a lot of black men don't know that their friends are doing something, it's like, yo, so what you don't know about your friends, for one. And then for two, the bigger issue is why is there not a clear distinction as to what sexual assault is in the perception of the mind and of the of the man and the woman? Because for us, it's like, oh nah, that's not it. Like I said, rape culture is different. I talk about this in Soul for L3. Rape culture is like the Mortal Kombat Tower. Rape is Shokan, but you have a whole bunch of other shit in between. Groping, sexual innuendos, jokes and shit. We think it's just rape. Women see all of it. You touched me when I didn't want to be touched. You feel me? The way you looked at me make me feel a certain way. For us, I wasn't even looking at you. I was looking through you. My bad. I was in a club one time. And I fucked around and I went in, you know, pre-gaming and shit. I don't like pre-gaming. I don't like being anywhere... Where I have to be, I have to be coherent, but I'm inebriated. But I, you know, fuck with my homies and shit. They're like, yo, let's go out, turn up, blah, blah, blah. Flip the coin to see who's going to be the sober driver. I wanted to be sober driver, so I didn't have to drink, but so I ended up drinking. And when we get there, I'm just, I'm so fucked up. I'm trying to stand straight. And the shorty just come up. She said, my friend says you're creeping her out, staring at her. I said, I'm so sorry. I have no idea who your friend is. I don't even know where she's at. I said, I'm drunk. I can't see. I'm just trying to stand up. Started laughing. Left the situation alone. You feel me? But at the same time, I had to sit back and say, where is my friends? Yeah, they were my friends because we did. We chose to, that was the type of friendship we had. You feel me? Go party, have fun, get drunk. You feel me? But in that situation with those women, it was like, are you really like, like those, are you really being that? And for us, it's like, nah, I wasn't trying to be that with her. She tripping. She doing too much. But nah, it's like, what well, did she really, you can't deny her feeling. It's no different than, I seen a post, I made a post where I was like, um, 
It was a, a woman making a post saying she want to be, you know, choked and thrown around a room. I said, my brothers, you got to be careful. when Because when a woman says she wants to be choked and thrown around a room, she knows which dude she wants that to happen to. When we vision choking and throwing somebody around a room, we know which woman. That doesn't necessarily mean she'll let us choke her and throw her around a room. But that's how this shit work, bro. This this is how you gotta. This is the purpose of being friends. This is the goal. This is what the a reward of being friends with women is. Actually being cool and getting some game and actually being able to. Oh shit, we do be doing some fucked up shit. That's not normal. No. No. I actually learned you're not supposed to go that deep into a woman. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> Left to tell my niggas, you gotta blow her brains out. You gotta push deep. No, you're too far. <gasps> wow. Hmm, my bad. I'm sitting here fucking up your uterus and shit. <laughs> Thinking that's what the fuck's supposed to be. It's weird. Because we don't know shit. But if we actually befriended, there's so much more that we can learn because we learn about the missing duality of ourselves. Which is the purpose of why we're here. To interact with the opposing duality so that way we can find the full absolute selves. You feel me? And the more women you're able to befriend and be, and you can see different dynamics of yourself. See what triggers you can, you know what I'm saying? But befriend them. And then get to that point where you learn deeper aspects of yourself. And now you learn, I feel this way around this type of feeling of women. So let me find a woman who feels like that. And then I feel good. And it's that simple. I'm going to leave it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, let's start this shit early. Let's not have another motherfucker generation of little misogynistic boys who pull the girl's hair. Like, we got to, y'all, come on, man. It's not fun no more, bro. It won't never fun, but it's really not fun anymore. Like, this cycle is dead. It's, oh. It sucks so bad. Oh my gosh. It's annoying, yo. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, come on, like the little boys is just like, don't we ever get tired of that shit? Like, we know we like women, we be deep down inside, but yet we wanna prove to other motherfuckers we mean and vicious to her. Ha ha. Little Nelson asses and still like Lisa. Matter of fact, there was a Simpsons episode where Nelson and Lisa dated and Nelson to do shit with picking on pick on her. It's weird. It's weird because it's part of the culture we assimilate into. Motherfuckers don't like women. So we treat the shit the same fucking way. It's weird, bro. But what can you do? What can you do other than what you're supposed to? Which is get back to phylogeny, man, and make sure we teach our sons to, you know, keep the eye on women. And don't teach them, like, when they want to cuddle up and be under their mama, let them. Their mama is going to show them their mother is bringing something out of them that only a woman can bring out of them. The father, you can only match what he already has. So you sharpen him. The mother fashions him. The father, steel sharpens steel, but iron sharpens iron. No, steel sharpens steel, but um, steel sharpens steel, but you need to fashion steel too. So competition, which is the men and the men, sharpens the steel, but the collaboration fashions it. I might not need to go into this motherfucking battle with a katana. I might need the side. You feel me? I might need a bowie knife. Shit, I might need some nunchucks. Who the fuck knows? But I won't know what needs to be brought out of me until it's fashioned. Imagine being so motherfucking sharp, but you have no fashion in what you're doing. Imagine you motherfucking, you've been built to, to, to maneuver with the motherfucking katana. And all this time you, you, all this time you've been longing to use the staff. I know I'm using Ninja Turtle reference because it's easier to draw on. But you feel what I'm saying? And now the wrong thing was brought out of you. LeBron James used to play wide receiver and he plays basketball. Imagine if a motherfucker wouldn't let him play basketball if he decided to be wide receiver. 
It's crazy, right? Whole different dynamic change. So our sons, we need to make sure that they need to be able to be with their mama because their mama is going to help fashion who they are. You can only sharpen it. Imagine if we keep taking them from being fucking fashioned. You feel what I'm saying? What are they going to be fashioned into? Nothing. And it's going to be sharp bits of nothing. The fuck? We can't keep doing that shit. We got to give them the game and we got to make sure that they, that they can be around their mamas and get that first dose because that's going to mirror the now when they find that familiarity, they're able to take it to the next level, find it in a woman and move on and move on and go on and go forth and go beyond and do all the other good shit. You feel me? And do it in a way in which they can become friends with women. You feel what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with them liking their mama. That's I'm telling you, you fashion them. Think about most of think about most of the defensive ends and most of the most of the athletes right now that are successful that are raised that were raised of a single mother. What was their number one thing? Get my mama out the hood. Get my mama out the hood. There's some kind of compassion and some kind of care as a friend, not even as a mother and son, but as a friend. I do. I see another human being struggling with a child that I have to solve this problem for as a child. That's deep, right? That shows we have that connection to women still nonetheless, regardless. Now, when we lose that shit, misogyny is just that powerful. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Stop teaching that shit to our babies. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, freedom. I'm out.